gotta be take you. two that's gotta be you <laughs> <laughs> sorry i'm shedding over here that's hello okay. everyone um my name is alex abatini and i'm jordan diller and you're listening to the third episode of teeny takeaways Woo! Woo! We made it, but it's been a minute. Yeah. Um, a long, a long minute. Yeah. This one is taking forever to get out. Maybe because two of, minutes. Right? Because we, we both got very, very busy out of nowhere, and then yeah, this has been the first time we've actually been able to like sit down since September nineteenth. Ninth. Well, yeah. yeah. September nineteenth was when the last one came out. So yeah. So um, here we are. Here we are. And you know, I thought I had a really, really good podcast topic for here, and now. As after I did research and after I, you know, kind of went through the structure of what I wanted this to be, I don't. Uh, I was wrong in my thought process, and so happens to the best of us. So you're along for the ride and listening to me and Jordan kind of discuss what I thought this was going to be, and now what it is. So here we are. So good luck to y'all trying to keep up. Right. <laughs> so to give you a little background. Yeah, a little background, a little backstory here. We, I sat in church and listened to our pastor give a wonderful sermon on, you know, the man in the mirror. And my brain, as I was sitting there listening to it, took it in a different, not different, but in a... You put your own, you put it in your own way. Yeah, like it took me down a different, you know, a branch, an off branch of thought, you know? So, you know, he... At one point, it was really cool, and I really clung on to this because our pastor was preaching a different sermon, and he kept calling um, the devil the little D devil to, like, not give the power to the devil of capitalizing that D, and he used that term throughout the service, and then, you know, when he preached this man in the mirror sermon, I, it, the two kind of meshed together for me in a way that, like, was cool to kind of explain it to you guys. And what it was, was, you know, what if we thought about the devil in a different way, you know? So we're taking away that capital D, we're giving it a little D, we're already like taking away that power now. And my thought process was, you know, the world has this crazy idea of what, you know, the devil might look like. And it's this horned, big, scary, you know, monstrous thing that, um, you know, instills fear or whatever. And because of the whole little D sermon, I was thinking, well, what if we wash that away and we like think of like, you know, we create our own picture of what the devil might look like. And that was going to be a super small, like think of like, oh, you know who it would be? Have y'all, if you've seen the movie Sing, have you seen that movie? No. All right, there's a little mouse, okay, in this movie, and he's got big man syndrome, okay? And, like, you don't take it seriously because... He's got a Napoleon complex. Yes, exactly. So think about about the devil in that light, and it's so much easier to be like, okay, like, go away. I'm going to take this thought that you've planted in my head and, you know, turn it into a positive thought and do all this because if, you know, you're not going to take crap from that is my point. But then I did my research and I am wrong. <laughs> like cuz I wanted to see I wanted to see what type of, you know, what the Bible has to say about the appearance of Lucifer and um 
and, and what there is out there. Because, you know, God does not work alone. He's got his angels. He's got Jesus. He's got the Holy Spirit. You know, he's if got you, us. He's got us. And if you think about it logically, and knowing that the devil mirrors God and what he does, that he has the same. You know, he's got demons. He's got bad people he utilizes. He's got, you know, all this other. Us. Right. He's got us. <laughs> like, you know, so I, I did the... I wanted to read on that and see what the Bible has to say. And honestly, um, no, those, like, it seems like those horror stories are kind of correct. Yeah. And I mean, like, I also feel like, also just given, like, the time of year that is and, like, everybody's in costumes, and I feel like also that, like, the look of the devil and the, and how he, like, how he looks is, has been commercialized a little bit. Like, yeah. Like, I think we kind of, I think we've kind of taken the fear out of it. And not that you need, well, I mean, to an extent, you need to be scared. And not that you need to be, like, terrified of it. But, like, you need to know that, like, it's not this fun little character that's just sitting around. And, like, I mean. Correct. Does the devil have horns? Maybe. I don't know. I've never, yeah. I've never seen him. But, like, I think, that, I think that that fear, to an extent, needs to be there. Yeah. No, seriously. Because when I was, I mean, you make a great point. Because, you know, again, we, we've. My whole point, too, was going to be, you know, all of this is beyond our realm. We probably don't even know exactly what it looks like anyway. But then I started reading, because, I, I, again, I'm learning right here with you guys, and this is a discussion on, you know, you're, you're watching me grow in my faith and do my research as well um, with you. And that's what, you know, kind of our point is and make it relatable. And, you know, hopefully you can join me on this journey. So I'm doing my research. And, yeah, no, Jordan makes a great point. It's not, you know, we have... The idea that we have in our head of what we, what the devil might look like or, you know, what hell might look like or, you know, what goes on down there versus up in heaven, it is, I mean, there is a lot to say about that. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, like... Just and it's not pleasant. It's, it's not. But I mean, like, we've made it into, as a society, we've made it into something that's like, well, maybe it's not that bad. Like, we've, like, I've seen things and heard things where, like... People are like, oh, maybe hell was better than heaven because it's gonna be fun. Like, no. no, that's like that's not the case. Like, every time like I talk to somebody about this, I always think of that quote from the movie um, Snow Dogs, uh -huh. um, where it's like, if I get to heaven, I'll put in a good word for you. But if I go to the other place, at least it's warm. Like, no, like you you don't want to go. Like right. heaven will be comfortable for you, no matter where you're from. And like we. <laughs> Exactly. And like we put, we say things all the time like, you know, go to hell or, you know, oh, I'll go, to, I'm going to hell anyway. So blah, blah, blah. And like what, what, yeah. We make it like a comfortable, no, not comfortable, but we make the ideal. I mean, yeah, comfortable is probably yeah, the right word. We I mean. make it like it's not that bad. Right. Like, and, and, and we kind of like try make, to sugarcoat it. That's the word I'm trying yeah, to look for. We make it like it's going to be like, we're gonna have like it's gonna be like gonna here suck. like we're gonna have some bad days but I mean it's gonna be fun like no it's not it's not gonna be like that at all like just from like and now I haven't done any research on this I am just coming at this from memory and just feeding off what Alex is saying but like I know like scripture says like in hell there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth yeah and like yeah so I mean like and it's not a place that's gonna be it's not a place where it's like, oh, it's going to be like a constant party. Like, no, it's going to be torture. Right. 
And what's funny is I was actually having this conversation with Jaina not too long ago on, um, so I saw this video of it. It was Megan Fox and part, the first part of it was Megan Fox talking about an experience that she had. She went to, oh my gosh, you know, that whole trend that the, that the, um, celebrities are going on where they go to the jungle and do, you know, whatever drug off a toad or whatever and it's so stupid but like that's no I am not well okay so that's a thing like you know of course I, it is. I, well right so <laughs> Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly did this you know um Mike Tyson is all about this like it's okay so she goes out or, or, or what she says is that she goes and does this experience and does this drug off this frog or whatever and she experienced this ego death that everyone talks about. I, I will never do drugs like this. I will never like it, it. This sounds absolutely insane. But at the same time, this is what people do for their free time. Okay. So she's like, oh, I experienced an ego death and I, I went to hell. And hell was for me like my worst. Okay. Again, I love referencing this show, but if you've ever seen The Good Place, it, it was almost like exactly like that. What that's what she was describing was like it was a, it was my worst moments, my most uncomfortable moments on earth, just replaying. You know, that's kind of what I was stuck in. Okay, so there's that video, and you know, honestly, and that comfortable comfortability comfortableizes. I comfortableizes. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> We made up a word today. Comfortableize it. But I don't know. I don't know what that word is. But it made it like not that bad. Like okay, if the worst you have to experience is your absolute like worst days on earth repeated. You know, like you know, eventually you can get used to that. Or you know, it doesn't sound like it doesn't. It, it it's more emotional. Um, torture than it is physical torture and what the bible has to say about this is completely different second half of that video was one a famous pastor forgive me i do not know his name right now but he well we remember megan fox well, well right but like <laughs> oh, i'm totally kidding he was what his experience was he went on and did a he's like one of those tv evangelists and he he went on and he said like he woke up one morning and he stepped out of his door and like had a vision of you know being in hell and scripturally like he lived exactly scripturally what it says and like he went through it it felt forever like like he said gnashing of teeth these big he's locked he was locked in a cell at one point and the entire time he's like trying to breathe and all it is is like you're breathing through a straw the entire time you know you can see and hear other people in the distance being tortured and screaming and you know the heat and the fire intensifying and you know and and you're alive for all of that like just think about you know, people, and this is the thing. People say being burned to death is probably the worst way to go because you're awake for half of it, and then before your brain is finally like enough pain knocks you out. Like, think about that your brain never knocking you out. You know, that's that's pretty much what I think yeah. the Bible has to say about this, and he lived it. And so it's like we need to stop. Apparently, we need to stop like, normalizing hell. I guess. Well, yeah. No. Like, I feel like the most accurate. Like, not that like I would know what it's like but i feel like the most accurate description based on what scripture says and what i what i know is like the disney movie hercules yes like i feel like ironically enough like that is the most accurate description of 
hell is a children's movie. Correct. And we, of course, know that that's like Greek mythology and not, you know, not related to this. But at the same time, the description of what it would be is is probably the most accurate visual description. And Hades represents Satan in Greek mythology. So, I mean, like, no, it's definitely not the, it's definitely not Christianity or whatever. But, I mean, it's, is basically the same thing to right. an extent in that, in that sense. Right. And like it's so yeah. So I wanted to do I wanted to kind of relate all of this and how you can, you know, see yourself better in the mirror and love yourself more and experience that. But then it just turned into Which you should do though. Well yes, exactly. And we'll make that podcast for another day. But it's like it it then after doing research on, you know, what what you know, okay, this is, I guess, what it took me down is, like, you know, this is, I guess, not for the fan of heart because, you know, while at the same time we want to be a lighthearted, welcoming entrance to, you know, the Christian faith and, you know, we want to make you want to be here, want to be a part of this, you know, again, as much as I want to look at, you know, take these Bible verses, look at them logically, apply them to our lives and, you know, in a positive way, you know, I guess it would be wrong of me to not look at this, you know, negatives too. And again, I'll be straight up honest, like the other thing that got me really thinking about this, and I just told Jordan about this, you know, last weekend, my best friend had a movie marathon party about, um, or watching the full Annabelle series. And as, you know, as gory and, you know, whatever, you know, scary as those movies are, the other thing that we need to remember or, like, that got me thinking was, like, all of these stories are based on a true story. Now, normally you take that with a grain of salt. You know, normally you're like, this isn't actually real. You know, it might have been a lot less, you know, a lot lesser version of this, you know. Not quite as intense. Right. And, and then, but with this, you know, or you might even want to be, to be in the Christian faith and be like, that's not real. That's not what it is. But at the same time, this is what takes that, this series and this issue with me a lot further is that, you know, Ed and Lorraine Warren, who are featured in these movies, were not just ghost hunters. They weren't just like seeking this out. They, if you watch the movies, they were recognized by the Catholic Church. They had to go through the Vatican to approve these exorcisms and things like that, which brings it to a very real place. Like there's a, you know, there's a, to one of the endings of the movies, I think it's honestly The Conjuring, is like they legitimately state at the end of the movie, like God is real, Satan is real. These things actually happen. And this is a, you know, please get, please recognize that. Please see this for what it is. Like, you know, it, it, here is the proof of this. We're not just telling you this story to be, you know, create, to create a horror film. You know, they say it at the end of the movie, like, this, uh, this stuff happens. It is real. It has happened. Like, and this is your proof for believing in heaven and hell and, you know, believing in God and wanting to get correct is because, again, which takes on a whole other meaning. Oh, yeah, absolutely. A whole other topic of, like, if you, if there's any reason to do it, like, look at the proof that's out there and what's showing to you as being that negative side is that is real. And that is a reason to want to get right with God because that stuff is terrifying. It is scary. And it's something that I don't think that we all want to go through at the end of the day. 
<laughs> Quite <laughs> frankly. Probably, probably not. Probably not, you know. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I mean. Yeah, I don't really have anything to add on to that because I've never seen those movies, to be honest with you. So, like, I can't, like, add anything on about but that But just part. to, like, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's just to speak to the whole, like, if there's any reason it's this. Like, I mean, again, there's a line, while those, some of us don't, I think that that's, my point here is, is that, like, we got to look it in the face, I guess. Yeah. You know, we do need to, those aren't just scary movies, I guess. You know, you can, and while a lot of them are, just go to the Bible for your research and you'll see, like, you know, it talks about at one point, like, this big, big, big monster with all of these horns on its back and, you know, nasty teeth and all of this coming out of the water and, like, attacking and, you know, like, it's, I don't know, it's, it's real, I yeah, guess. Yeah, no, for sure, for sure. I mean, we might not see that in our day-to-day lives now, but just because, it, again, just because we're not seeing it right now does not mean that it doesn't happen. Right. Kind of like a car accident. Just because you didn't get in the car accident doesn't mean that car accidents don't happen every day. Right. A hundred percent. I mean, I really don't have anything to say because that was really good. Um, but no, I mean, like, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's not something to, it's not something to take lightly. Yeah. Right. Like, and I mean, I am, I, because I mean, I've worked with people who were this way, like the whole like turn and burn mentality, and I'm completely against like ministering to people that way. Like, are they right? Yeah. To, yeah. I mean, yes. If you don't come to Jesus, you'll go to hell. Like, right. Period. End of discussion on that one. But like, so like, I don't, but I mean, they, ha- they make a point and like, this is real. This is something to be scared of. This, But at the same time, I don't think like, you need to walk around on eggshells. Correct. But, like thinking about. Oh no, not at all. Like, I don't think you need to be like, okay, like if I do this, then I, I'm going to hell or have a constant, like be constantly thinking about what hell is and how to avoid it. Yeah, no. Cause I mean like, because also getting into heaven is not just trying not to get into hell. Correct. Like getting into heaven is a reward. And so it I mean it's just not shoot, I lost my train of thought. But like it you just um it's well, not something No, I I'm gonna get there. <laughs> but it's not something to be taken lightly, but it yeah. is but I mean it is something serious and it's something we need to be aware of. Because here's here's where I was going. We like we don't need to try not to yeah. live to get and try to live to not go to hell. We need to try to live for Jesus, which will keep us from going to hell. Correct. Like you need your your life goal needs to be to live for Jesus, not to not go to hell. Granted, those two go hand in hand because if you live for Jesus, you won't go to hell. But you're you're not like you're not living to not go to hell. Right, like you have to have the correct mindset, the correct heart. Like like the Bible says again, you know, God knows the pure like your actual intentions, like your heart's intentions and like of course that needs to just be loving Jesus, but it, and not avoid not doing it just to avoid going to hell. But like yeah, it's 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 nuts to have to like at the same time look that other part of this in the in the face. Like again, as God is wonderful. God is light. God is love. But there, we all have to recognize and acknowledge that there is another side to that. 
you know there is a other side to that coin everything in this world has an opposite everything and so you know that you know that is a something that the world needs to come and you know the problem is too is like you were talking earlier the the devil does take on many forms many Mm. faces you know it's not just this big scary monster you know we've evolved just as the world has evolved i firmly believe god and the devil have evolved and i think again if this is a like people say this is a constant battle between the two you know and if this is like if this is like a legitimately a legitimate ongoing war between a heavenly god and a you know enemy lucifer here like we under it's crazy to have to think about like how we fit into them as actual pawns in this because we do and like yeah and so having to you know acknowledging that kind of furthered my faith in in jesus christ and in our lord and like you know it just it got me thinking about that and again if there's any if you ever needed a reason it's that like that's just the fact that all of this is real yeah i mean it's like dang i'll take this part out but like yeah i mean i forgot what I was gonna say, my bad. <laughs> well, yeah. I looked away and I forgot what I was saying. Well, yeah. So that's that's the rabbit hole I went down this week. Um, and so thank you for going through that with me. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, that's we will definitely do a podcast on you know looking in the mirror and liking how you what you see and how Jesus and God can kind of improve that image and because they're the only way to improve that image to be honest um 100 agree but we will definitely do a podcast on that but yeah as i was the point i was trying to make right I just, after the podcast on habakkuk yeah we still <laughs> gotta do that um but yeah i thought that that needed to be acknowledged a little bit and figured since we didn't have like a solid topic today we could all have that little go through that together after my research because i yeah. just got baffled yeah no I, it it's a lot to take in yeah. But it's... But at heart, though, still, you can still, you know, even though the physical, just like we all have an exterior and an interior, you know, the devil has an exterior and it might actually be this nasty thing, this thing to fear and scary and whatever. But at the same time, if you, again, take it through the Bible, break it down on, like, humanize them a little bit, the internal is that Napoleon aspect. Yeah. And it's that Napoleon mentality. And the reason all of this is happening is because he got kicked out of heaven and is jealous of us. So, like... Yeah, absolutely. I... Yeah, got that little guy with the Napoleon complex. Right. Exactly. Like, it just... It's it's a... It's an angel that can't get over getting kicked out of heaven. And is mad. I heard this on TikTok. And I love it. I love it. The guy says, you know, the reason... You know, the reason the devil is mad and jealous of us is because he messed up one time and get, got kicked out of heaven. And God said, I want nothing to do with you. He looks at us and we get to mess up every single day of our lives and God still wants to hear from us. And I think that there's no truer statement. So if you think of the devil as a jealous person of like someone you know in your life right now and how they act and react to things, you know, it's almost like that, but on on a ex- grander scale. Correct, correct. So yeah, yeah. I think that's good. <laughs> so we did a lot of talking, but or I did. But um, thank you. 
for walking through that with me. And yeah. hopefully a lot sooner than this. We'll yeah. see. Yeah. Hopefully not a month and a half. Right. Hopefully not a month and a half later. We will be see back. you on the fourth episode. So, all right, y'all. Oh, we got to tell them about Paramore Baptist Church. If you're still, if you're anywhere still near here. Um, again, you can always come to Param Road. Do you know the address? Yeah, it's 2101 North Param Road. That's right. Richmond, Virginia, 23229. And we are here almost every Sunday. Um, yes. Services at 10. 10 a.m. They love our podcast sponsor right here. You know, let us know what you think. But yeah, we're always here um, and willing to talk and want to talk to you. So, all right, guys. Thank you so much. Peace. Bye.